On this episode, we're going to be talking about how to build e-commerce teams throughout sourcing and freelancers. Do stay tuned. Welcome to 2X E-Commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you ask questions and I, Kenei, answers them. Also hear from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in, get involved, join me, and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. So on the inbound marketing strategies, how do you beat Amazon? Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all. My favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one. It's your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan. I'm Kune Campbell. Let's get rolling. This episode is brought to you by Clavio. It is a game-changing email automation tool specifically built for scaling e-commerce businesses. I'm not just saying it. I use Clavio in my e-commerce store and in stores I advise for. Household names in the e-commerce space such as Brooklyn Inn, Bonobos, and Chobis use Clavio. Here's why. Clavio has one of the most impressive feature sets in the e-commerce email personalization space at the moment. Besides the one-click setup, Clavio's Pixel tracks visitor behavior to help you set up highly effective custom email funnels. Clavio also offers pre-built autoresponders for cart abandonment, upsells, and win-back campaigns. Clavio's most game-changing feature is its Facebook audiences integration, which helps your email list to sync up with your Facebook ad campaigns. So as you continue to scale up your store, Clavio will help automate a lot more sales. Try Clavio today on Clavio.com, spelt K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. This is the podcast coach show dedicated to rapid growth in online retail. I'm your host, Kune Campbell. And if you are obsessed with growing metrics such as conversions, average order value, repeat customers, traffic, and ultimately sales, you are in the right place. Today's guest is here to talk about outsourcing um, because he runs top marketplace that hires pre-vetted freelancers in e-commerce. You know, so it's specifically it's a marketplace specifically for for e-commerce freelancers. Um, so if you're involved in Amazon, um, you need some digital marketing expertise. Um, you're into advertising, you're into web development, you know, Shopify, Magento, or even web design. His platform called freeup.com, that's F-R-E-E-E-U-P.com, will serve pre-vet potential freelancers and um, they will essentially find you the the best candidates for for whatever project you're involved in specifically for freelancers not exactly permanent you know um you know team members freelancers that is he's the chief marketing officer and a co-founder of this platform called free up and in its um first two years of business they've had over a thousand you know freelancers in their network 
and um, about 5,000 business owners, you know, listed, you know, using their platform and using the freelancers. So um, his name is Connor Gillivan and um, he oversees marketing and, you know, growth as a CMO in, in the free up, you know, um, platform. And he's just responsible for growing the marketplace. So um, without further ado, I'd like to welcome Connor to the show. Welcome, Connor. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me on today. Oh, fantastic. It's, it's, it's doing pretty good here. It's evening um, here in the UK. Um, it's a great day. And uh, with in like a, a minute or, or less, could you introduce your, yourself, please? Yeah, of course. So my name is Connor Gilden. I'm currently the CMO of freeup.com. I've been in the e-commerce industry since 2009 when I started my first business drop shipping and working with suppliers around the United States on Amazon Marketplace. Um, over the course of about six years, my business partner and I built up that business, built out a large team to help us run the operations and growth. And after hiring a lot of people from other platforms, we decided to create our own. And uh, so that's what FreeUp is today. It's a marketplace where e-commerce businesses can find e-commerce talent to, to help them grow faster. So um, that's what I do today. Interesting. Welcome. You know, um, really, really interesting. I, you've come on my radar a number of times over the last um, 12, 12 months. Sure. And um, I've, I've come across, you know, free, I've seen free up, you know, and on a lot of, um, on a lot of podcasts, I've listened to it on a lot of podcasts and also um, on, on, on lots of articles. Hmm. And um, I think my initial, you know, um, take which well opinion which has changed by the way was <laughs> that um you know um free up is um you know is this another you know op work or you know another you know job list insights or you know um and um i think the key differentiator was um your specific focus on commerce and um you know i, I bring guests here to, to 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 help you know um you know listeners on the on the podcast to to to, to grow you know from an e-commerce standpoint mm-hmm. um, so could you tell me the evolution of um the the conception of free op um and what pain points um you know e-commerce businesses have or had that you were trying to solve you know um with, with free op yeah absolutely so like I said, my first business was an e-commerce play selling through the Amazon marketplace. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest pain points that we ran into as business owners was finding good e-commerce talent mm-hmm. to help with our operations and to help with our growth. And we were actually using websites like Upwork um, and Fiverr and what used to be Odesk and Elance mm-hmm. to try to source these individuals. And we, we just kept running into frustrations. The, the, the one big pain point was we would go there, we would post a job for an individual we were looking for. We'd receive 15 to 20 plus applications. Mm-hmm. And then we would spend half our day trying to go through, interview them and, and find the best person. Um, and then we ended up running into a lot of turnover. So we did this for a couple of years and, and really honed our process to to try to figure out what it was that was uh, you know, inefficient about this. And as we started to network and, and talk with other e-commerce owners, we realized that they were having a similar trouble finding good e-commerce talent. And that was really the, the core pain point of why we decided to create FreeUp. It was to cater to those 
those Amazon sellers, those e-commerce companies at first that were having bad experiences on other platforms and wanting to have a, a stronger solution where they were able to find reliable e-commerce talent. Okay. And did you, at the time, were you hiring freelance? Um, were you hiring like freelancers or full-time staff? Sure. With the, with the first business, we did a little bit of both. Uh, but towards the the tail end of that first business, we were very focused on freelancers. And freelancers, okay. And then with regards to free up, um, is just would just free up focus on freelancers or full timers? Um, what what's the uh, what what do you promise? Is is it largely freelancers, or um, you know, do, do you also do a bit of um, full timers? Sure. So most of the work is freelance work. Um, but, but we do have some, uh, businesses who will come in and, and hire someone for 30 hours a week working on a particular portion of their business. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you can bring them on for, you know, a higher number of hours, but they are still set up as a independent contractor. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Um, so for our, uh, for listeners, you know, um, with, you know, with considerable size businesses, you know, um, how would you suggest they expand and grow their team in, in general? You know, what, when is a good time to, to start to, you know, consider, you know, expanding, you know, your, your, your team and in what areas, where, where, what, what's, what were the first few areas you think, you know, people should, should expand, should start to consider expansion? Yeah, absolutely. So with with timing, I think there's usually two times when it makes most sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the first is when your core team, so the the people that you started the business with and maybe you brought in at first, the the group of you, you run out of time. So you've you've spread yourselves thin across the the different areas of running the business. And it, it's been working, but if the company's still growing, there's gonna continue to be more and more on your plate. Mm-hmm. So when you run out of that time for your, your core team, you really want that core team to be focused still on the high level things. Mm-hmm. So it's, that's a good time to, to bring in maybe some uh, more operational individuals who can help you run some of the day-to-day tasks that you shouldn't necessarily be spending your time on. Mm-hmm. And then the second timing where it can be very helpful is when you're looking to go into a, a portion of your e-commerce business, it, it may be your e-commerce marketing, where you or people on your core team don't necessarily have an expertise. And it would take you a considerable amount of time to become an expert in that particular area. Um, so a few examples of that may be, you know, you've, you've set up your e-commerce store and your, um, your initial marketing, but you now have a, an advertising budget and you're looking to get into Facebook ads or, or Google AdWords, and no one on your initial team has that core expertise, that may be an area where you go and look for someone that's been doing it for years. They can come in on a, on a freelance basis, work a number of hours, and really optimize that part of your business for you. Is there any knowledge transfer? Is this a temporary thing or is this, uh, you know, um, would, are you looking to eventually, would they be looking to eventually hire someone full-time for, for the role? Yeah, great question. Um, I I like to approach those types of situations as a knowledge transfer, um, where you as the the owner or the individuals that's hiring from the business is still doing the the strategy, kind of the the top level management of that particular task. But you have this this expert who can come in and 
at a very granular level, break it all down and, and set things up for you and then optimize it as much as possible um, so that either someone else from your team, whether it's full-time, uh, could take over. Or if you like how that, the work of that person's doing and it works with your budget, you can just keep them rolling in that same position as well. Mm. I see this very often um, from the first use case you provided with a lot of my clients where their head of development um, will have a few tabs opened <laughs> from um, from job sites, you know, hiring freelancers to code certain, you know, aspects of, you know, um, of, of, of their sites, you know, um, so they don't necessarily outsource the entire, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, development, but they would, you know, um, outsource, you know, um, you know, certain modules, um, one, because they have subject matter expertise in, in that. And, you know, as you said, um, they're very strategic as to, you know, what needs to get done. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, they're just looking to have it done, you know, um, you know, in, a, in silos really. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree there. I've seen that a lot with our e-commerce clients as well. They'll have point people in their businesses mm-hmm. that are handling the the high level of things and, and putting it all together. Um, mm-hmm. But they'll find particular projects or tasks that they can bring others into, either for a short period of time or for a longer period of time. They'll bring them in, have them handle that area of it um, so that it takes some time off their plate and they can continue to focus on other things. I think that's a very good strategy. Very, very good strategy. Okay, so um, when I was having a look at the cover image you sent for for um, for, for the show, uh, I noticed your team. A lot of your team was based in in Philippines. Um, what does the setup look like? You know, there um, from a freelance resource, you know, standpoint, Afriop. Yeah, of course. So we do have a, a large majority of the freelancers that work through for the free up marketplace from the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they work from home or they, you know, they work from a, a co-working space, um, just as a, a lot of the freelancers uh, that, that use us from the US or the UK or Canada do as well. Um, just just to kind of forever for everyone listening, uh, right now we have about a, a thousand freelancers in the network. Um, 40% of them are from the Philippines, 40% are from the US, UK, and Canada. And then the remaining 20% are spread across about 20 other countries. Um, so we, we do have a large variety of different levels of freelancers, depending on exactly what you're looking for. Okay. And from a so pricing standpoint, um, obviously a resource you hire from the UK would, would vary, um, you know, from a resource from other parts of the world. Do you have any, you know, um, guidance or benchmarks on what to expect to, to pay, you know, freelancers based on their skill level and their geography? Yeah, of course. Uh, so this was some great feedback we initially got from our, our first clients when we started the marketplace and, uh, over time, we've been putting together and updating a, a pretty extensive infographic that breaks down the different skill sets that you can hire through FreeUp. And then it also uh, breaks it down into where they're coming from and also the, uh, the level of, of a freelancer that they may be. Mm-hmm. So there, there absolutely are estimates that, uh, that we can give you or provide you so that you can get a realistic understanding of what hourly or fixed budget you may be looking at for a particular task or project within your business. 
Okay. If um, after the call, I'll, I'll, um, I'll reach out to you to, to share the infographic so I could share it in the show notes and on our, on our website. Definitely. So thank you. All right. Um, so, you know, personally I've, um, I've had with, you know, working with freelancers, I've, I've much preferred, especially for junior freelancers, um, to not necessarily always work from home. Mm. Um, and, um, to, to kind of, you know, have some sort of accountability, um, what, um, you know, how, how do you hold freelancers accountable? Um, say you hire a customer service person, Mm -hmm. um, what, what kind of checks and balances do you, do you put in place to ensure that, um, the time you're paying, you know, for them, I'm not talking about the, the higher, you know, level, um, you know, um, freelancers, but but more base level or Mm -hmm. mid, mid level. Um, so, so how do you, how do you set checks and balances, you know, to, to, to ensure delivery? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question and something that comes up pretty often for, for me. And, you know, we hire a lot of freelancers and uh, use them for running free up marketplace as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of break it down into to three things. Um, the first is when you're actually hiring them and you're looking to get them set up. Um, I like to uh, get an estimate from them on if it's a project, how many hours they expect it to take, and when the deadline is that they expect it to be finished. And then if it's an ongoing task, and I, I myself have a certain amount of hours that I want to budget for it, um, I make sure that I, I let them know in writing, you know, you are approved for 10 hours per week, and I, I would like you to work them two hours per day. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of an agreement up front so that at the end of each week, at least this is how it works with free up. Uh, when, when the billing period ends, you should only see 10 hours there unless that freelancer re- reached out to you and asked for prior approval to work more hours. So it, it very much comes down to that agreement upfront that you, that you establish with the freelancer. And then on a a daily basis, I ask freelancers to check in with me when they start working. So if they are going to work for two hours, they they ping me. I I use Skype, so they ping me on Skype and say, "Hey Connor, you know I've I've just started with my work for today. Uh, I'll be doing X Y Z." And then after the two hours are finished, I also ask them to check out. So they'll say, "Hey, today I was able to accomplish this." this was an issue that I ran into. Here's any questions that I have. Um, and for me, then I know that they're on during that time. So if I have questions, I can get in touch with them. And then I also know what they're getting done on a daily basis. So it's very useful uh, to understand what's happening with them on a regular basis. Um, and then on top of that, if, if you want to take it to the next level, um, you can also set up weekly one-on-one meetings with each freelancer to go through their, their role and what they're up to and, and kind of give them new tasks and projects. Um, and if you have multiple freelancers working with you, uh, I, I encourage people to do a, a weekly all hands meeting. So maybe every Monday morning, you bring everyone together through the, the communication channel that you prefer. You provide them updates, you keep everyone motivated, 
um, you're very much leading them as if you would bringing together people in your office. It just happens to be that everyone's remote. I like that. Uh, I like your tips there. You know, um, just that accountability, you know, starting when they start their task, you know, um, just making sure that um, they, they ping you as small as that is, that they, they feel accountable um, mm-hmm. over that period of time. And when they, they want to sort of clock off, they clock in and clock out really mm-hmm. like they were at work, but it's all virtual. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at that point in time, you could always ping them at any point to ask them any questions you, you have. So that's like a killer, um, you know, tip, you know, um, listeners should really take in, you know, it's simple, but effective. Um, and I also like the fact that um, you, you talked about, um, you know, about the weekly meetings, which, you know, should motivate them, you know, um, which, which you would do if, you know, you're in an office. So, so awesome stuff. Awesome stuff there. Okay. So um, I'm just looking at the site and um, just touching base on what you just said, which which mm-hmm. is um, the fact that um, you know, the, if they were to agree on ten hours, uh, the, then the billing will be ten hours. So, so I just didn't realize that um, it's so free up is an is an end to end marketplace where you create the accounts, you request a freelancer, you hire the freelancer, and you pay the freelancer all within the free up you know um, environment. Is, is that right? Yeah, that's correct. We we process all the billing as well on a weekly basis, and uh, we're we're there to help with any disputes as well. So, let's say you did agree to the ten hours, and your freelancer bill comes back to be twenty hours, mm-hmm. um, but you have in writing that it was ten. We're there to back you up, and uh, we're going to make sure that the situation's right. Whether it's a you know we credit it to your account, or we get in touch with the freelancer and and help resolve the issue that that occurred. Okay. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay. And, um, just looking at all the top skills in free up, uh, I could see here, Amazon experts, eBay experts, customer service, Facebook ad experts, email, um, email marketing experts, click funnels, Shopify. There's a whole lot, you know, the whole Kaluna. Um, so, um, what do you, um, what are the most popular, um, you know, um, skill set, you know, e-commerce businesses are looking for on the platform at the moment? Mm-hmm. Yeah, great question. Um, so one of the biggest ones is product sourcing. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of uh, companies that come to us uh, looking to to bring new products into their selection. And they're looking for someone that has past experience, either doing it through the US or through the country where they are, or um, trying to you know go to China and get certain products for for their selection. Um, I suppose I suppose there are two categories of products product sourcing. Um, one's a drop shipping, and the other is the um, is you wholesale. know um, yeah wholesale. Um, what, what what which specifically are they um, looking to mm-hmm. to find? Uh, they can do both, but wholesale is definitely more popular. Uh, a lot of customers that are private labeling products. Um, and need to find a supplier who can make the product and then give them mm. permission to private label it. Okay. Are these for Amazon sales or, um, you know, general Shopify stores? It's both. Yeah. Okay. Amazon, Shopify, big commerce, okay. whichever platform they're using. Okay. Um, what, what comes next? What other skill sets um, to, to, to e-commerce, you know, um, companies mm-hmm. look to, to hire and free yeah. up? Another very common one is customer service. So, um, as, as e-commerce businesses are growing, you know, and everyone listening knows customer service just becomes more and more of a a priority. And, um, also just, it takes more time to handle because with more customers, you're having more questions or, you know, whatever it may be, 
have to handle more tracking, refunds, et cetera. Um, so that's another one that's very common where people will uh, come in, hire a customer service rep that will pretty much take that over for their business and, and so that they can focus on other things. Interesting. Um, what tips can you give hiring for customer service? To be more specific, um, what what kind of customer service rep do you hire first? Do you hire uh, you know an experienced customer service person there to to just um, you know just iron out all processes, or would you go for more junior people and then as a team grows, put someone on top of them? Yeah, good question. Um, so if you so situations right, so if you already have your processes ironed out and you're very confident in how your customer service is running. Um, I don't think you need to bring in a high level person. Uh, you can, if you want, you know, just to, to see what their opinion is and make it even better. Uh, mm-hmm. but I would go for a, a junior, bring them in and, and really work them into the process and system that you found to be successful. Um, and, and maybe even just start them on emails, um, get them comfortable with the, the different situations that occur from, from your e-commerce business, mm-hmm. make sure they understand all the processes and how everything works. And then you could slowly expand them into other aspects of customer service. Um, and if you if you get that person set up well, and you want to eventually move out of that management position, you could find someone with a bit more experience running customer service teams to come in and then take over that 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 part of the business for you. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then beyond customer service, what's the third most popular service people seek? Yeah. Um, another very popular one is once e-commerce businesses get to a point where they're looking to do advertising. Mm. So we have a lot of people that, that will come in looking for Facebook ad experts, Google AdWords experts. If they're mm. selling on Amazon, Amazon PPC experts, mm. um, looking for people to, to either start that for them from the beginning um, or take their current campaigns and optimize them further and, and target uh, different markets or different keywords. Amazing. Okay. Okay. So product sourcing, customer service and, and advertising. Okay. All right. Makes sense. Makes sense. What about virtual assistants? Is, 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 is that picking up traction on the platform? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, virtual assistants can, can be, can be useful for really any type of business, but uh, we, we do have a good selection of them who are very affordable, have experience working with e-commerce specific businesses in the past. Um, and can kind of come in and, and handle those day-to-day, repetitive, mundane tasks that uh, that you don't want to handle as the owner. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. Um, I think I think that's far enough. Um, I've had um, a, a very, you know, a, just on a, a very thorough understanding of free up. Um, looks and sounds like a like a like a platform. You know, um, anybody in e-commerce should really check out. I particularly like the the focus on e-commerce. And um, if you know listeners want to find out more um, or join, um, how do they you know um, get started? Yeah, absolutely. So. Everyone should head right over to freeup.com and it is with three E's. So it's F-R-E-E-E, the third E being for e-commerce, up.com. And uh, for anyone listening, I I would also love to extend a a $25 coupon. So if anyone signs up, they'll get their first $25 worth of hiring free. Um, And they can use a, a coupon Let's do it 2XE25 um, and they can just use that as they sign up. 
Okay, I will add that to to the show notes also. So, so guys, it's definitely worth you know checking out um, free up, especially its focus on on e-commerce. And I was having other conversations with Connor, you know, prior to this call, and um, you know, we 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 kind of talked about the fact that you know they will help you find a freelancer. So my problem with like you know other open platforms um, which i'm not you know slitting down is the fact that you're you're on your own really you vet you you know you take the risk and your your cash is on the line and not only your cash your time is on the line um so these guys are very specific to e-commerce on the one hand and on on the other hand um they will also ensure you find the right freelancer um, and if you have any issues, you look back to them and they'll take care of you. Okay. So um, it's definitely worth checking out. I'm going to sign up for my account um, and, and give you guys a, a test drive um, and, and try and hire, you know, um, you know, someone we're, we're looking for, for a customer service person, one of the businesses we, we do. So yeah, um, fantastic, you know, catch up, Connor. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And, you know, thanks for all the kind words. It was, it was great to chat today. And hopefully this is able to help some people that are listening as well. Okay. All right. Cheers. Thank you for, for coming cheers. on the show. And yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll catch up again. Awesome. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. Check out 2xecommerce.com forward slash podcast to get the show notes and links we mentioned on this episode. We have started to get up to date with with our posting, basically. So today's show should be up tomorrow or today you know so um feel free to to go in to to get the show notes download the show notes come up on our email list leave us a review on um whatever podcast platform you subscribe to whether it's itunes um, whether it's stitcher you know whichever one you know try and leave us a review and um if you really like this episode you know i'm um, share it with friends on social media facebook twitter linkedin instagram yeah 2x e-commerce is produced by me kune campbell with the help of boban markage thank you all for listening and catch you on next week's show cheers bye so that was a wrap on this week's episode of 2x e-commerce remember you can catch me every week and also send your questions and comments on twitter using the hashtag 2x e-commerce keep yourself in the loop by subscribing to this podcast on itunes or your favorite podcasting app it only takes a few seconds and it means you'll get the most up-to-date episodes to help you grow your online store do have a good one till i catch you on the next show bye-bye